Audio articles on Wilson County News made possible by C Street Gift Shop in downtown Floorsville. Meet our mystery plants. Meet the stars of this year's Wilson County News Mystery Plant Contest that ran from January to March as a lead-in to the annual 2023 South Texas Home and Garden Show in Floorsville. Chances are, if you maintain a Texas landscape, you've lost at least one favorite plant to our hot, dry Texas summers. Many of us living in South Texas learn through trial and error to select plant varieties that are as closely suited as possible to our climate. The best of those varieties are typically native to Texas. Plants native to an area almost always bring big bonuses. They grow where they grow for a reason, sometimes many reasons. They require much less water and less of our time, and they're almost certain to thrive in spite of, maybe even because of, the heat and lack of rainfall. These species also support beneficial insects, birds, and other wildlife, and ultimately even other native plants and trees that play critical roles in the health and sustainability of their native environments. The stars of this year's mystery plant contest include several plants native to this area and a couple of naturalized ones, such as the butterfly vine, that grow well here and are beneficial, at least to some degree. Naturally, native is the better choice. As with any landscape, it's wise to research your choices before planting. Important considerations. Potential height and width. Does the plant self-propagate? How much care will it take to keep it in bounds? Blooming season. Water and sunlight requirements. Wildlife and beneficial insects it benefits and may attract. Potential toxicity to pets or small children that may frequent the area. While native plant species typically require practically no special care, one of the many reasons we love them, a little TLC helps them perform best. Yellow Butterfly Vine This fast-growing vine with its bright yellow flowers and deeply colored glossy leaves will be an eye-catcher from spring through first frost, with minimal care. Planted on the south or east side of your home for winter protection, although it's extremely heat-tolerant and also will grow well on the west side, just be aware it likely will not survive the winter if planted in unprotected areas. These grow best in rich, well-drained soil. They're quite drought-tolerant, although they do benefit from regular watering during dry seasons. Full sun is best, but partial shade is tolerated. Against wall or on a fence or trellis, the vine will sprawl up to 12 feet or so. Planted without any support, watch it form a beautiful mound that looks like a large shrub, or maybe train it as a ground cover. Propagate it from seeds or soft cuttings. Butterfly vine, Mascagnia macroptera, is actually named for its winged seed pods, macro, large, and patera, winged, rather than the butterflies it attracts and benefits. Native to Mexico, but naturalized somewhat in Texas, butterfly vines attract hummingbirds, bees, and other pollinators. Common hackberry. Several hackberry species are native to Texas, five are trees, one is shrub-like. The species featured in our contest is likely the common hackberry. A rugged tree in the elm family, some hackberry species feature bark described by some as curiously attractive. They establish easily and grow well in urban landscapes as a shade tree because of their wide soil adaptability and tolerance of heat, drought, wind, and freezes. Hackberries may be rooted, but grafting or growing from seeds may be simpler. They grow best in full sun and will do well in a location where they receive at least six hours of direct, unfiltered sunlight. Mature trees can reach heights of 40 feet, possibly 60 feet. Several sources claim some hackberry species can live from 150 to 200 years. 
birds including cedar waxwings, robins, yellow-bellied sapsuckers, and even wild turkeys, love the sweet berries, and many birds and other critters benefit from this tree's excellent shelter. Hackberries are host to the larvae of several species of butterflies and moths. Texas Virgin's Bower Though not as showy as other clematis species, the Texas Virgin's Bower compensates by being one of a handful of vines that will bloom profusely even in partially shaded areas. It grows wild and blooms in our area of Texas from late summer to fall, with fragrant white or cream-colored clusters of individual flowers up to one-half inches across. In autumn, the female flowers turn into a head of hairy seeds that ripen, become silky and feather-like, hence its nicknames of old man's beard and goat beard, and eventually are carried away by the wind. Propagate with seeds or stem cuttings. Choose the location for this prolific vine carefully, like a number of plants, it comes with a warning that all parts are toxic to mammals. Hummingbirds, butterflies, and bees are drawn to the fragrant white flowers. Texas Virgin's Bower's dense foliage provides protected nesting sites for birds. Agarita. You may need to get past your first impression of those wicked-looking leaves and look forward to the profuse fragrant yellow flowers and the attractive red berries to consider this native for your landscape. This holly-like evergreen will need a special out-of-the-way place to grow because of its thorny leaves. Like holly, it could serve well as a security barrier. Consider making a tasty sweet and sour jelly from the berries, which typically are just about ripe for picking through the end of June each year. Propagate from stem cuttings, seeds, or by transplanting seedlings. Agarita is valuable as an attractive and important early nectar source for bees and butterflies, and provides food and shelter for birds and many small mammals. American Basket Flower Although it appears thistle-like, this Texas native has no spines at all. It grows in large colonies along roadsides, where it thrives in the disturbed soil. The pinkish lavender flowers with cream-colored centers are ideal for long-lasting cut flowers, dried flowers, and use in potpourri. Plant seeds outdoors in the spring, about 12 to 24 inches apart. American basket flowers require full sun and well-drained soil. These self-sowing annuals will grow to heights from about one-half to six feet. The nectar attracts an abundance of bees, butterflies, and other pollinators to your landscape. Watch for goldfinches, dove, quail, and other birds that come for the seeds. Esperanza Esperanza is one of the most popular ornamentals in our area, with its bright yellow blooms of long bell-shaped flowers and its long blooming season, often from spring through much of fall. The naturally nicely shaped shrubs can grow up to six feet tall or so, depending on growing conditions and your pruning practices. They're happiest and bloom best in full sun, but can tolerate a little shade. Esperanza dies back in the winter, but comes back from the roots each spring. They can be propagated easily from seeds or cuttings. What a treat to see hummingbirds, bees, and other pollinators on, rather in, these pretty tube-like flowers. Check the blooms closely, you'll often find bees and other insects deep inside, feasting on the abundant nectar. Black Hickory The black hickory, a smaller hickory tree and a popular ornamental, grows to about 40 feet high. Also called Texas hickory, it makes a good shade tree and has attractive, deeply furrowed dark bark. It prefers a little shade and adapts well to sandy and rocky soils. So growing, with a long taproot, the black hickory also helps prevent erosion. Grown easily from fresh nuts, you can also grow hickory from fresh hardwood cuttings. Squirrels, ducks, and turkeys, and some people enjoy hickory nuts, while the peeling bark of some hickories provides shelter for bats, moths, and squirrels.
sand palafox. Palafox species are perfectly happy in our hot, dry climate. In fact, sand palafox is found nowhere else but Texas and thrives in deep sand. Their pink to light purple clusters of flowers produce quite a show in September and October. They can grow to more than three feet. In our landscapes, they work well in mass plantings and are excellent cut flowers. So seeds in moist to dry, well-drained soil, full sun will produce the showiest displays of blooms. Palafox attract butterflies, bees, and birds in our food plants for the larvae of several butterflies and moths. There are a few moth species that feed solely on specific species of palafox. Yellow green eyes. A member of the aster family, Berlanderia texana, is the green eye species common to this part of Texas. In nature, you'll find Texas green eyes in open lands in full sun and at woodland edges tolerating a little shade, growing in neutral to alkaline well-drained sandy or rocky soil. With its abundant blooms on tall stems, long blooming season, and height of anywhere from 2 to 4 feet, this Texas native benefits wildlife from as early as April until the first frost, when it begins to go dormant for the winter. In your landscape, sow seeds in full sun or part shade, in well-drained sandy or rocky soil that can be dry and moderately moist. Yellow-green eyes provides pollen and nectar for hummingbirds, butterflies and other pollinators, and seed for songbirds. Going native. Our landscape choices, and those of our neighbors, can make a huge difference both now and in the future. For more about the importance of native plants, see Let's Bring Texas Nature Back to Texas Yards. May 17, 2023, Wilson County News by Haley John Balvo, and check out Haley's website, nativebackyards.com, where you'll also find her blog and search the many other websites on the subject. There also are numerous books available, such as Doug Tallamy's Bringing Nature Home, How You Can Sustain Wildlife with Native Plants, and Haley's Native Plant Gardening for Beginners. And check out South Texas Gardener by Dr. Calvin Finch each week in the Wilson County News. Tips on Taxons Many landscape plants, both native and non-native, come with warnings, thus are not suitable for every situation. See Texas Virgin's Bower. Purchase plants that have the correct taxon or scientific name. Native plants may have many common names which are not reliable identifications, as most plants have been tagged with names that have evolved over the years that may describe their appearance or other characteristics or their native geographic areas. Some taxons also have synonyms, so sometimes a little more research is necessary. Reader at WCNOnline.com